What is going on, everybody? Left Bench Podcast here. I'm Dante Esposito along with... Evan Deck. We are back from Thanksgiving break. So happy. So happy. Couldn't be happier. Hope all you guys had a great Thanksgiving, but we can't be messing around with this introduction any longer. We got a lot to talk about. The Pats are making a strong playoff push. The downfall of the MLB is here. People are biting each other in the NHL. And LeBron, to no surprise, keeps crying. But let's get to our keeping tabs list. Evan, what do we got? He's back. Evander Kane of the San Jose Sharks is back, but not back on the San Jose Sharks roster. He's in the AHL now. He got waived. Also, is now accusing his wife of faking her second pregnancy. What, she shove a basketball under her shirt? Like, what? When are we going to have a show called Keeping Up with Evander? Because, like, the Kardashians are second at this point. Oh, yeah. I, I that the, the Kardashian, Evander Kane seems like someone the Kardashians would date to gain more clout. I see it. Yeah, I can see it. I ship it. Just stupid stuff. And now Kane's wife has been ordered to undergo a psych evaluation. <laughs> Video of Kane released by his wife violates court orders and was taken out of context. Evander <laughs> Kane. Joke. Bad luck for hockey. Bad luck for the Sharks. That's why he's in the AHL now. Probably will never step foot on the ice for the Sharks again. You say bad, I say great. Thank you for the content, man. Oh, yeah, for I'm talking about for the NHL. Yeah. The NHL's always been nice, tight, and clean. A few stuff here and there, but now it seemed to be a little bit more prominent with Evander Kane. Yes. Um, let's, let's hop right into the NFL. We got a little news to cover here. CMC out for the year. And after some speculation, the Panthers say CMC is not going to be on the trade block in the offseason. Urban Meyer reportedly has no interest in taking another college football job and is committed to rebuilding the Jags. We'll no see. comment about that. Yeah, we'll, we don't, that yeah. we'll talk about that next year. Taysom Hill, starting quarterback for the Saints. That did not go too well. We'll talk about that in just a second. And Oklahoma University is targeting, targeting Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury. And Cliff says, quote, I won't get into these things. It's not a topic I want to touch. Is he going to leave? I don't know. We'll see. But let's get right into that Thursday night game with Taysom Hill throwing four picks. Evan, you guessed the score. 27-17. It's like I almost knew it was going to happen. I wish I could see into the future. But obviously we both saw a Cowboys win. Nothing really surprising there. Taysom cannot play. He can play every quarter, uh, position but quarterback, honestly. <laughs> so when you put him at quarterback, you're not going to win a game as the Saints. Defense is still pretty good, but you're just not going to win those games. Anything is better than Trevor Semyon, and they are banged up, so uh, uh, they had a couple injuries on the line. I don't know I, if anything's better than him, though. Like, it's The I Saints, I'm telling you, bring back Breeze. I, that's not happening, though. That's not happening. But let's get right into our predictions going on here. We've got a pretty good week. We're going to start off with my game of the week. Chargers at my Bengals. The Chargers have fallen off a little bit, but I think it's going to be a close game. 24-23. Bengals, of course. I I love that. I'm going to go with the Chargers here. 24-21. Did you know that each of the last five meetings between these two teams have been decided by one possession? Feels like every game the Bengals lose these days are by one possession, (laughs) so I wouldn't be too surprised by that one. Next game we got Giants-Dolphins. Danny Dimes is out. Colt McCoy is in. I got the Dolphins winning by a squeaker. 
13 will change As score. you see me change my scores, that news about Danny Dimes, I knew about it but forgot about it until now. Giants are trash with him, worse without him. 23-10, Dolphins. Not saying the Dolphins are good by any means, but Giants are just that bad. I mean, the Dolphins' defense has been Oh, yeah, good. stepping up. They're looking like they were last year when we're all like, wow, this Dolphins' defense could be a top-five uh, defense this year. They, Obviously, allowed, they have not started that way. No, but they, they've allowed 17 points or fewer in four straight games, the longest active streak. Wow. So, Still not going to make the playoffs, but you know maybe they could stay good until next year like they were supposed to the past season. Yeah, rise yeah, up. Rise up. Colts, Texans, I got the Colts 33-17. I mean, the run game is just amazing, and the Texans yeah. are not. Yeah. A generous 17, I feel, for the Texans. I think the Texans and Tyrod can put up a couple points. I forget Tyrod's back, but at the same time, the Texans. It's the Texans. So 34-9 is my score. The Colts played an unbelievable game against the Buccaneers over our break. I don't know how they even were able to do that. The Buccaneers are such a good team, so I feel like they'll be able to just really put the beating on the Texans. Next game, Vikings at Lions, divisional game. Lions aren't going to find their first win here either. No. 29-13, Vikings. Give me 27-15, Vikings. And this game, the next game over here, the Eagles and the Jets. The Jets have never beaten the Eagles. They're 0-11. That's going to change with the franchise quarterback, Zach Wilson. That's going to change. Obviously, it's going to change. Will it change to this weekend? I we don't know. Jets. I, I think the Eagles are going to win. The Eagles have been playing really strong recently. I, I, I don't like the Eagles. I, I don't think they got what it takes. And now Jalen is questionable. Give me the Jets 24-22. They don't got what it takes. I can't personally destroy the Jets for how bad they are because they beat the Bengals. But they're not a good football team. No, the Jets are not good. So I got the Eagles winning 26-21. Who's the Eagles backup? Do you know off the top of your head? Better than Zach Wilson right now. Cardinals at Bears. Cardinals... A little injury prone right now. D-Hop might come back. Looking like he will. I got them winning 34-13. The Bears are just not that good of a football team to keep up with these Cardinals. Looks like Kyler's back, so that's really why I got the Cards winning here. I mean, the Bears almost beat the Ravens. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything, except in horseshoes and hand grenades. (laughs) I got the Cards here at 33-20. All right. What I think is going to be a very interesting game, the Buccaneers and Falcons. And you know why I think this is going to be interesting? Because Tom Brady's 9-0 against Atlanta. Exactly. I saw that stat and was like, oh, make that 10-0. 36-20. <laughs> 35-28. to 28. Brady won't lose to the Falcons. Now, get ready for this bold take. The Rams and Jags. Obviously, the Rams are going to win. But I feel like T-Law might have a good game this game. He's just feeling it? Yeah, because the Rams have just they oh, have been shaky. so bad since they got Vaughn and Odell. So I feel like they'll be able to win here. Well, not win. I feel like the Rams are going to win, obviously. But I feel like the Jags can obviously put up a better game. I got 34-12. to 12. I got 30-17. The Rams are just the better team. Yeah. But um, you got to think that something's going to start to click for T-Law. And I think this might be the game. I agree with you. Yeah, it but might click for T-Law. Will not click the for the other, like, no. 52 guys on the roster. No. No. This game <laughs> is going to be a very good game. The football team... Against the Raiders. Honestly, just the game of which organization is going to catch on fire first here. The Raiders just got so much garbage going on in the front office. Washington's got garbage going on in the front office. Both up and down teams. Defenses have been looking bad for Washington, then looking good. Vice versa with the Raiders offense. So I think it'll be a close game, 28-24 to Raiders. Something I've noticed as of late, since the football team's by, they're 3-0. 
They've been running the ball a lot more. I think that's contributing to their wins. And the Raiders, it's, it's weird. They beat the good teams, but they lose to the bad teams. Well, as we like to see, the uh, Jets beat the Titans and the Bengals. So, honestly, anything could happen this year. Anything could happen. I got the Raiders winning this one, 27-26. But it's going to be good. I, I like the football team after their bye. Yeah, and now for a game that I just personally love to look at. Another game where the Steelers are just going to get beaten up. I, any game that the Steelers get beaten up in, I'll put a smile on my face, even if it's against another divisional team, such as the Ravens. 31-17, Ravens are winning this game. Big Ben, dump in the ground. Pretty sure I say that every time we talk about the Steelers. <laughs> the fact that they haven't even started Dwayne yet. Blows my mind. Because like he's not that much better. He's not even better, who knows. But like you got to realize that Big Ben is done. He's been done. So they got to fix up something. He will not be back next year. And if he is, I'm going to rip into every Steelers fan I know because that would be maybe the stupidest decision in the sport of football in many, many years. I got the Ravens winning this one 30 to 10. Lamar threw four picks last week. That won't be the case. And they this still week. won. They still. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, they played the Browns. Yeah. I. The strength in the Steelers game is their rush. Najee, great and, running back. And they got shut down by the Bengals over got the break. Got shut down as well. by the Bengals. And Baltimore is allowed the second fewest rushing yards. Could you talk about that Bengals game real quick? Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Beating the Steelers puts a smile on every Bengals face. They didn't just beat them. They just... They manhandled them. Yeah, 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 they, yeah, they did. Them. And that's that's big coming off a divisional game. Had a little shaky midseason. Kind of hoping to push through here for the playoffs. The Bengals are just... I, I don't know if I should trust them or not. I don't trust them. Because, <laughs> like... I could see us having such a good season here. What do we know is if we make the playoffs, if we don't. But then next year, I could definitely see the Bengals just going like <laughs> three and like what, 14 or whatever and just having such a bad year. We're just so hot and cold. But we don't got time for that. It's 49ers at Seahawks. Seahawks are a very confusing team. Can't pull again or win. They throw with the ball to DK once against the football team. I got them winning, though, 27 to 20. I don't know why. I, the I, don't, only, oh, I don't like looking at that again. Oh, boy. The only reason why I got the Seahawks beating the Niners 24 21, because Seattle's won 13 of their last 15 against that means the Niners. Though. And if that's the only reason you like this game, I, know, I got I, a I bad feel like feeling. They always win. They I mean, always beat the Niners. I guess, but something's got to be giving eventually. Broncos at Chiefs. Want to talk about giving? Patrick Mahomes is going to be giving Broncos fans a headache. Twenty-eight to thirteen, Chiefs. Casey's won eleven against Denver. Might as well just make that twelve right now. Thirty to fifteen. We say this now in the next podcast. Oh. What do we know? Yeah, <laughs> what do we know about sports? Here, my game of the week. This is a great game. Love this game. Divisional game, rivalry game. Monday night, prime time. Playoff implication game. Patriots at Bills. Give me Mac Jones and the Pats. Look at that. 23-20. I like that score, but I feel like the Bills are going to be too hungry. They've been playing a little shaky right now, so they're really just going to need to throw everything they got on that field. I got 27-24 Bills. Is this the episode where I finally give Mac the credit he deserves? See, that's the thing. I've heard you talk... See, see, you'll say a compliment about Mac, and then you'll just, like, destroy him the next sentence. I will say this. You can you give him a backhanded compliment. You always say something so nice, and then you just say something mean to him. I want to hear you say one nice thing, no mean, right now. Go. Mac Jones is, is a great leader for the Pats. However, <laughs> I think if you put any quarterback from that draft class on the Pats, they will probably do 
the equivalent of what Mac is doing right now. And if you put Mac on the Jets, I don't know about that. if you put Mac on the Jets, the Jets will still be where they are. I don't right think now. it matters what quarterback you put in the Jets. They're going to always be in that same spot. But I do not believe the same thing about the Patriots. I just think Belichick makes the team a system team, and Mac, yes, he fits right in. But I think no matter what quarterback you have under Belichick, will thrive, especially when you have besides Cam Newton. Cam is a different quarterback. Cam is a rushing quarterback. He's not a traditional quarterback. Yeah, I guess. And something interesting about Mac Jones, he came up with a trademark. He's trying to get something trademarked. MJ10. Sounds very similar to something <laughs> that a uh, certain somebody in New England created. <laughs> What's he trying to do there? What is he trying to... He's already trying to act like Tom Brady. It's crazy. I... <laughs> uh, Great football slate this week. Very, very excited to see football once again I mean, with Dante. We're going to hop right into commercial because we have so much to talk about. Up next, we got the downfall of the MLB. What's going to happen? Stick around and find out. All right, everybody in the car, let's go. What are we going to do first when we get there, Mom? Go for a hike? Sure, if you want. What about can- canoeing? Can we go canoeing too? I don't see why. What about a bike ride? No, I want to fish. Okay. I've never been fishing. Honey, we can do it all. How long does it take to get to the forest? It's not. Is it going to be long? No, sweetie. I bet it takes forever. It's not that far. (sighs) Are we there yet? Yep, we're here. Already? No way. Come on, come on. It's a short drive from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Also, find fun activities to do like boating and biking or camping and hiking, plus much more. It's all right in your naturehood. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. Speaking about fun things to do, no one is having fun in the MLB right now. It is on fire. Dante, take it away. Are we there yet? (laughs) (laughs) All right, look. Everybody who listens to this podcast with some form of regularity knows I am a huge baseball fan. And it has come to the point where I can officially say I will never be able to look at baseball the same way as I used to. Rob Manfred is the worst commissioner in all of sports, hands down, no offense or buts. I'm not even talking about the lockout that is the main storyline right now. I'm talking about he used two different types of baseballs because there weren't enough normal ones or regular ones. What What are you doing? That's the biggest joke I've ever heard in any type of sport. What are you doing? And he, it's not like these balls were just popped in at random games. No, 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 no. He strategically used juice balls in the big television marketed games. Are you, are you a joke? That's a joke. I don't know how, where, where is he sitting in his office thinking that's a good idea? That's going to make people like, like the sport. I understand why he thinks, oh, home runs, big game, viewership, fans. No, it's going to come out. It's the integrity, though. The integrity's out the window. Exactly. That, thank you so much for saying that. You're welcome. You got the steroid era. There's, there's people who hate this. I personally hate it. I it's, feel like if anyone likes it, they're not a true sp- fan of sports. Thank you. I'm just spitting today. Thank you. Look at that. (laughs) Now, back to this lockout. Players are furious. The owners are furious. I'm furious. All the fans are furious. (laughs) 
Oh. I would like to start off by apologizing to Andrew Heaney. Kind of. I Look, he was not good on the Yankees, but the Field of Dreams game made me just want to go through the screen. But they used juice balls. He gave up God knows how many runs. I, I apologize, Andrew Heaney. Rob Manfred, I, I don't apologize one bit. I'm going to keep saying it. You're a joke. The big argument in the lockout is that is the service time and how long players should be under team control for when once they sign their rookie contract. Baseball is a lot different than other sports. Yeah. You have to go through the minors. You develop. It takes a lot longer. Right now, it's five years. In the NHL, it is three, which I think is a pretty good time. In hockey, it takes a little bit less to develop. In baseball, it, it takes a while. So I understand why it's five. Because they draft guys like right out of high school. Exactly. So they need time to mature in the sport and outside of the sport. Yes. Now, Manfred is saying absolutely no way we're going to have any leeway on this. We're going to stick to it. Look. Nestor Cortez is still under team control on the Yankees. I, I love it as a Yankee fan. We don't need to pay him. However, this man deserves to get paid, and he's not getting paid. I'm not saying I'm siding with the players or the, the GMs right now. I'm just bringing up a very real point. Nestor Cortez deserves to get paid, and he's not going to get paid, probably for the foreseeable future. I don't see the Players Association winning this. Both sides are way too greedy. And this is exactly what happened in 1994 with the strike. People gave up on the game. It was going to ruin baseball in 94. Somehow it didn't. But here in 2021, ah, what's going to happen? Certainly not getting me interested in watching baseball. And it, it, it's not how you grow a following base. It's the exact opposite. The NHL's got better, better general managership than the MLB does. More stupidity with baseball. They want to look at a new postseason format with 14 teams where the division winners pick their opponents. What? No way. This is You're lying to me. I, I wish. That is, that is so bad. That is so bad. Oh, my God. <sighs> the rivalries that would form from that, that would be interesting. But it, you can't do that. But if they did, though, that would be one thing to look at. This isn't who are we going to pick playing Xbox. I'm just, I'm just, it's I'm, Major League Baseball. I'm just saying the other side of it. you got to look at both sides. Jack Main taught us this. Professional business, and we're doing <laughs> it's actually not crap a that you do in first grade. On less aggravated notes, the Texas <laughs> Rangers signed Marcus Semien seven years, $300 million. They also signed Corey Seager, 10 years, $325 million. And John Gray on a four-year deal. The Texas Rangers sucked last year. They traded their best player to the Yankees. And now they're going to get Semien, Seager, and John Gray. What is going on in Texas? You don't seem less frustrated. <laughs> I, I don't seem less frustrated. That's funny. <laughs> Avisel Garcia to the Marlins, four years, 53. Marlins also re-signed Sandy Alcantara, five years, 56 mil. The Marlins traded Zach Thompson in prospects for gold glove Pirates catcher Jacob Stallings. The Angels are rumored to be targeting Luis Castillo. Again, this is going to be after this stupid lockout. The Blue Jays signed Kevin Gosman for five years, 110 million. Strohshow. Marcus Stroman, one of my least favorite players in baseball, three years, 71 mil to the Chicago Cubs, along with my guy, Red Thunder, Clint Frazier. The Mets 
The Mets made a splash. I, I don't know how I haven't talked about this one yet. Getting Eduardo Escobar, Starling Marte, and Marcana. But wait, there's more. The Mets signing Max Scherzer, and this is guaranteed, $43 million a year for, four, for three years, shattering the previous average annual value by 20%, and he's 37 years old. Wow. I know for all sports, 37 is old, so that's very shocking to see. Now this, this like I said, it's official. This is set in stone before the lockout. Something that isn't official is Justin Verlander's extension with the Astros. That still hasn't been signed off on. Will a team, they, they know how much he wants. Will a team make a big push at Verlander? We'll see. I think the Yankees should. Um, the Mariners trade Ray Kerr, Corey Rozier, for Adam Frazier and Cy Young winner Robbie Ray gets signed in Seattle. Five years, 115 mil. Phillies and Miami were eyeing Schwarber before the lockout. Who knows what's going to happen now? All I know about this lockout is that the players, furious, taking their faces off of MLB.com and their Instagram, putting the generic face. It's going to be really interesting to see how the players respond when this lockout, if this lockout ever ends. And you already see how they started responding by taking their profile pictures down from the MLB network and their Instagrams. Yeah. They're it's, furious. I, I would be too. This is an absolute joke. Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm kidding. just reading off on signings here and I'm still pissed off. Uh, when are you not? <sighs> Tigers. The Tigers. <laughs> what What are the Tigers doing? They're supposed to be after Correa. No. Javi Baez. Why? Why not? Six years, $140 million. Makes no sense to me. The Cubs got Jan Gomes, two years, $13 million. Twins extending Byron Buxton, seven years, $100 million. And now, probably the surprise news to me, aside from the Javi Baez, the Rays extended Wander Franco, who has less than one year of what we love to call service time, for 11 years, $182 million, with a club option for 2033. I'm talking about 2033. Imagine these contracts in the <sighs> NHL for that many years. No, I can't. That's it's mind blowing. Stephen Matz to St. Louis for four years, forty-four million. If I'm mad, just think about Steve Cohen taking it to Twitter. He was mad. Stephen Matz has quote no loyalty. Ah. And you want to talk about all these big signings, Carlos Correa? What's this man gonna get? Ten years for three fifty, three seventy-five? It's gonna be insane. Baseball is insane. Every baseball player is getting, not every player, every big-name baseball player is getting paid these jumbo contracts, and we've seen it the past couple of years. And the NHL, McDavid's getting paid, what, 12 and a half? No, probably lower. The amount of NHL players over the 10 mil mark are, is very low, and the first player to actually ever win a Stanley Cup playoff like series was Carey Price this past year when Montreal won. That's over 10 mil. No one's ever won a playoff series if they've gotten paid over 10 mil before. That's insane. Because it's more of a team sport than baseball is in the sense that you need to be able to balance it to have a more fixed roster. Because the Boston Bruins, per uh, chance, have five t players, top elite players, elite players, make every make the playoffs every year, win the playoff rounds. The Leafs have two guys making that same money, and they don't do anything. Yeah. I, do you think NHL players should be paid more or MLB less? I, I say MLB players. I think both. But you're never going to get that in the NHL with the way the marketing goes and the way the system works in the NHL. There's just two low-level markets with like teams in Arizona, Winnipeg. It's never going to happen. I think this lockout for baseball is going to impact multiple sports. I know the main focus on this lockout is the 
service time and free agency time. However, I think it's going to open an eye to the other sports and the payroll. I think that the NHL market is increasing under Batman. He's doing a good job. I think that NHL contracts, I mean, inflation, it's, it's, just, it's happening in America. The contracts will, over time, they, they will grow. But I, it's not going to drop for baseball. It's, they're just going to keep going up. And that's why this Wander Franco deal that's going to last until 2033 honestly benefits the Rays more than it does him. In the NHL, I don't think the higher-end contracts will get higher. I just think like in the mid-range players and the low-range players, they'll get more pay. But I don't think high-range will go too much higher. Like Say like an Ovechkin of today's day and age, I don't think he's going to be getting that much more money than he would have in the early 2000s. All right, guys, that wraps it up for baseball. We're going to jump right into commercial, and we will hop right in to people biting each other in the National Hockey League. Welcome back to Left Bench Podcast on WQAQ. Now hopping into some NHL news, my bread and butter of the show. We're going to be starting off with maybe my favorite news report of the entire past two weeks. If you know my sports teams, you know what it is. Jack Hughes is back and signs an eight-year, eight-mil with the New Jersey Devils and played his first game back after injury from the second game. Dante, what are you thinking about this contract by Jack Hughes here? I love it. I love it. As a Ranger fan, I don't love it, but Hughes is... You're, you're, you're shocked. I am in disbelief. I was thought I was just going to hear, <laughs> oh, he's too young. He hasn't even played no. like 200 games yet, and he's getting that much money. This, this goes back to what I was just saying about the prices going up. I think in, say, six years... This contract is going to be so minuscule on the books, and Hughes, I think the Devils just got a great, great, great signing here. Let me hear it right now. Honest opinion, Jack Hughes. I want to hear it right now. Like, how do you th- do? You think he's an impact player on that ice? Do you think he just is going to make that difference on the New Jersey Devils roster? I think he is worth every bit of that eight million dollars. Never been happier with anything you said before. I'm honest. Sticking on to the uh, Devils news, Devils former Devil Nathan Bastian was put on waivers by the Seattle Kraken and then picked up by the Devils. Great move for the Devils. I was at the Devils game when that happened. I heard about it and getting put on waivers, and I looked at my dad, and I was like, Dad, we need to pick this guy up. He was great with Michael McLeod. They played their whole careers together from Peewee all the way up to NHL. Great friendship there. That's all automatically line chemistry. And you know what he did in his first game back? Put the biscuit in the basket against the Flyers. And, you know, as a Devils fan, we love to see people put that puck in the net because we are a lack for scoring, to say the least. Crazy Bruins-Rangers game the other day after Thanksgiving. Kreider, almost Michigan, picked the puck up on a stick, hit the post, and then went across the goal line, but not on the other side of it in the back of the net. Later in the same glove, Panarin threw his glove at Marshawn for Marshawn making Russian-related comments towards him. Only knows what was said there. I got an idea, but I don't think I can repeat it on live air. I think it's best if we don't. Yeah. But I, Panarin, I, if you didn't know the context behind it, it's, it's not funny. But if you just saw Panarin throwing his glove at Marshawn, that's funny. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And uh, speaking of Marshawn, you know, because he's always in the news, uh, three-game suspension for a slew foot. First, his first slew foot of the season, which makes me think, why has P.K. Subban not been suspended? I would love to see P.K. Subban suspended. The more time he's not on the ice, the happier Devil fans are. He's had two or three questionable slew foots or definite slew foots, no suspension. So why do you think the NHL is not? I don't know. I mean, that's... Marshand is a, is a pest. Yes. So I think everybody hates Marshand, 
And now I, I don't like Subban this season. Never like Subban. But I, I, I feel like Subban just doesn't have that reputation, and Marshan does, and I think that's why. It doesn't matter. That easy play could have both put whoever I, I agree, out. I, and I, it did. Uh, it did. Was that the slew foot against yeah. Blay? Yeah, yeah it was it? on Sammy Blay. Uh, I don't agree with the NHL, but I'm I'm thinking mm. that's the reasoning. Speaking of suspensions, Brendan Lemieux bit the Chuck. I mean, he bit him. What? what? That's the last thing I want to do when playing hockey. Those You bit someone on his hand. Those gloves smell so bad. I want to sink my teeth into them. No! <laughs> what is going through his head? Like father, like son. There was dad. Not a good person. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. He was on the devil's avalanche. I think he probably had the most penalty mints in devil's <laughs> history. Son following his footsteps. But his dad never bit anyone. Biting is the peak of just trash in the world of hockey. P.K. Subin got bit once. It's rare to see, but yeah. when it's seen, it's just like, what are you doing, pal? Chuck called him an absolute brickhead. <laughs> that's, mean, perfect. That, that's perfect. That's perfect. There, there's no other way to describe that. I love PG, Lemieux. Of course. <laughs> I love Lemieux when he was on the Rangers. Yeah, because he's the, the guy he's, that you like when he's on your team, but, but don't when he's not. Now that he's off off the Rangers, I can like look at him in a different lens. Yeah. And just like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> All right, and then we'll go back to the Boston Bruins. Bruins pull forward. Jake DeBrus requests his trade. Lord knows why. He was drafted to be a pure goal scorer. You know what he is now? Not a pure goal scorer, so I don't know who he's mad at. I don't know how he could be mad at the Bruins. He's got a good role there, second, third-line player. Gets power play points, but we'll see where he goes there. Canadians fire Mark Bergevin for a slew of things he's done. It's just not been good ever since that playoff loss. They drafted someone who was... Just not supposed to get drafted for off-ice conducts, including racial incidents. And then the beginning of this season, look how well that's been going. <laughs> it's not been going. It's been going to the first overall pick almost. Uh, COVID has been running through the hockey world. Not so much the NHL, but the AHL and the Canadian Junior League was hit hard by the virus. So far, the only two NHL teams have been the Islanders and Ottawa. Both bottom five teams in the league, which that is definitely a factor. But I don't think either of those teams are too good to begin with. And now a new study shows that scoring an empty net goal against the Winnipeg Jets will result in you getting hurt. Last year, Jake <laughs> Evans in the playoffs blown up by Mark Scheifele after scoring an empty net goal. Now Josh Morrissey fined 5K for slashing Alex Textier after he pots an empty netter. What's going on with the Jets? I don't get it. Like, what, are they, what is the coach doing in the locker? Like, if they get that open goal, their head's got to come off. I'm surprised they're not telling him to bite him. <laughs> yeah, that's next on the list. That... That's peak sore losing, too, because it's in the last three minutes of an empty net goal. You're already down because that's why the goalie's out. That is peak of sore losing. You hate to see it end. I don't know too much about Josh Morrissey, but I know Mark Shifley. He's supposed to be a stand-up guy. Yes, yeah. And when I saw that last year, I was like, wow, I can't believe he just did that. That Morrissey, I, I have to say, I'm not 110% against that. Because, yes, it's an empty netter, <laughs> it's late in the game, it's pointless, it's playoff hockey, it was a wraparound. Oh, Shifley? Shifley. Oh, I thought you were talking about Morrissey. No, this, oh, sorry, this Morrissey yeah, was, was out just Yeah, I was about to uncalled for. <laughs> so no. At the top of the circle, when the puck was like already in the net for a couple of seconds. My, my apology. The Shifley one, I could kind of see why this was just stupid. Shifley one's very controversial. If you see the play, he skates in from the blue line while uh, Jake Evans is wrapping the puck around the net. Head was down, shoulder, elbow into head. 
head into ice, stretcher off the ice. Not a good look. I definitely think if he didn't get hurt, the punishment obviously wouldn't have not been as bad because it was head contact. But in the NHL, if head contact comes into play, you're getting fined, you're getting suspended. NHL is very strict on that, which I mean, I guess it's good, but they got to keep it more uh, more consistent. That's a big problem in the NHL with ref- refereeing, fines, suspensions. In all Consistency sports, is non-existent. In all sports, you have football. These refs don't know when to throw the flag or when to not throw the flag. Facts, facts. In hockey, these suspensions are stupid. In baseball, war this time, I'm not yeah. going to get into sabermetrics. But back to this hit, if it wasn't in the head, I think you wouldn't have seen as much as a, re- of a reaction from the league. Due to the new variation of the coronavirus, the variant called the Omicron virus, the NHL might not be sending players to the Olympics this Olympics. That's going to be sad. No one wants to see that. The NHL needs this for marketing, for global marketing. It would be very interesting to watch because a lot of the teams are, not, I'm not saying getting closer to Canada, but the gap's getting smaller and smaller as years go by. Canada's not going to be the super dominant team as they were way back when. I'm not saying this year that every team's going to be like tying Canada, but it'll be a little closer if NHL players are to play. Waiver wire talk. We already talked about our boy Vander Kane being down there. Well, Ottawa Senators goaltender Matt Murray now down there. One-time Stanley Cup winner, now time AHL goalie. What happened? I know. He doesn't have a glove hand, and not having a glove as a goalie is definitely a problem. As I have a stroke saying that. (laughs) Miku Koivu will become the first Minnesota Wild player to have his number retired. Great for him. Congratulations to Miko and his family. Speaking of the Minnesota Wild, the game against the Devils in Prudential Center, the game that I attended, was postponed because they booked a hotel in New York City. We're not the New York Devils. We're the New Jersey Devils. Why is your hotel in New York? Probably a better hotel. It's a one. It's a one game vacation. <laughs> it's a one game road trip. You're out there for, and you're booking in another state. That's ridiculous. And then Devils playing the Wild. Uh, last night, throw a little shade, or two nights ago, throw a little shade out there. Oh, at Minnesota Wild, we won't be late to this game. Don't worry. You'll love to see it. Just a little banter between teams. And not as bad as Utica completely trashing Cole Caulfield. But it's a little banter, fun banter. The social media page is having fun. you love to see it. You tell me I'm no fun, but I have no problem with that. I have no problem with these tweets. Oh, yeah, no, that's not, th- that's not bad, though. No. Some of the other stuff that you have no fun with is just ridiculous. Uh, Speaking of no fun, Rod Brindamore got fined 25K for inappropriate conduct. Obviously, that's no fun for his bank account. 25K flying out the window. From the video that is shown about the fining, there's no inappropriate gestures. So it definitely had to be some vocal sentence that he came up with that was just not to the ref's liking, not to the NHL's liking, and they fined him heavily for it. I guarantee you it's not the WQAQ's liking either. So oh, yeah, I will not be repeating it. And just a little reminder for all you guys out there, Alexander Ovenchkin is still that guy. He's still so good. He's, he's second in the league in points and goals. Like, what? He's so old. He's so old. And like he deserves that contract in NHL terms from the baseball guy that's like 37. I think Ovenchkin's probably like 36, 37, around that age group. Still hammering that puck home. And... He is not scoring as many goals from his office anymore. So that means his goal-scoring abilities is growing as he gets older. What does that mean? The NHL is screwed if he keeps playing. He's just going to keep putting the puck in the net, which we love to see. And finally, on a funnier note, NHL refs have been forgetting to mute their mics or unmuting too fast 
and some vulgar words were used. In two instances, right after a penalty was called, a ref was explaining the penalty, why it was called toward the player, and dropped an explicitive in there to really get his point through to that player. <laughs> All right, now heading over to baseball. LeBron James. We Basketball. Talk- <laughs> my bad, ladies and gentlemen. I don't talk about baseball. That should have registered in my head right away. Going on the basketball, LeBron James needs... I mean, you always talk about this, but he needs to stop worrying about the outside world and worry about his Los Angeles Lakers, who are not playing well. The thing I love about sports is that when you're engaged in viewing, following, playing a sport, it's just the sport that's on your mind. No... Conflict in the outside world of politics, any of that. But here we are, and LeBron, what does he do? He does just that. He just play basketball. Your team isn't winning games. Help them win. You're getting paid millions and millions. Just win a game. It seems like basketball is the last thing on his mind. It, 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 exactly. He also kicked out two, two fans, fans, but that was justified. I learned what the comment was mm-hmm. that they made, and it would say, I hope your son dies in a car accident, which two of Bronny Jr.'s friends just recently died in a car accident. So you don't be saying that. But at the same time, obviously, well, I'm not justifying what those fans said is right. LeBron went out and made it a point to kick them out of the stadium. Other fans aren't doing that. So, I don't know. And speaking about LeBron, he now owns part of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Penguins being sold to Fenway Sports, which LeBron is a partial owner of. That I don't know what LeBron yeah. knows about hockey. I don't think he's ever been to a hockey <laughs> game before because usually you see like some of the athletes support their same teams. You'll see some uh, Devil fans go to Yankee games. I'm sure Ranger fans do that. Never see LeBron do that. A lot of other sports do it too. Never seen LeBron do it before. Speaking of teams that are back, LeBron James... His rivals, his whole career, the Warriors, shooting on all cylinders. Steph Curry is so good. Clay's not even back yet, I don't think. He's in the G League. Is he? Clay's in the G League. That's so unfair. Imagine like your first G League game, all excited to play, and you see Clay Thompson on the <laughs> other side of the court. He's going to break all the G League records in one game. <laughs> the G League record book. Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson. There's his whole name down there. Warriors are so good. And through a team that's been playing surprisingly well, the Wizards are holding on to a top six spot. I did not think they would be up there. I said it last podcast before the break that I do not think they'll be up there when we get back, and they are. That is amazing. I'm surprised about it because they're just not that good of a team. I don't think on paper, but I'll keep pulling it out. Magic rookie Jalen Suggs fractured his thumb an extended period of time he will be out for, according to the team. What a vague answer from the team, so I guess he's not going to be out there too long. This injury occurred against the Sixers. The Phoenix Suns go undefeated in November, winning 17 straight. And when they played the Warriors, they won, held Steph to 12 points. The most underrated 17-win streak I've ever heard of in the history of any sport. Agreed. I heard nothing about it until you said something to me. I'm not, like, diving into basketball news every day, but, like, this was wild to me. I figured I'd see something about it. Michael Porter Jr. of the Nuggets will have back surgery with no timetable of return, but I'm no nursing major. Doesn't seem like it's going to be anytime soon. So that'll be something the Nuggets will have to adjust to. Speaking of things adjusting, Ben Simmons might be forced to play for the Sixers due to cash flow problems. He's still yet to play a game for the Sixers this season. 
don't want to play for the Sixers. <laughs> Trade them already. Get that garbage out of there. If you can't handle the heat of Philadelphia, the fans booing you and you're not playing well, you are not meant to be an athlete. That is the sport. It is a love-hate relationship in the city of brotherly love of Philadelphia. And if he cannot handle a little bit of yelling at him, I don't know what he expects. The Ben Simmons just go go with the Kardashians and just he's already done with them. <laughs> but the thing is, I don't mind Ben Simmons last year. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't score for the life of him. That made me angry a little bit. But his defensive game, I, I look past the non-scoring because of his defensive game. Now that he's getting these problems off the court, it's just like no one likes him anymore in Philadelphia. Like if you find a Philadelphia fan that actually still likes Ben Simmons, it's a rarity these days. I won't be able to find one. The NBA takes away Houston Rockets' Kevin Porter Jr.'s first career triple-double after reviewing the play one day after the game and deemed his 10th rebound not his. So a little breakdown of what happened here, if you do not know. Other team shoots the ball, brick, rebound coming down, and one of his teammates just gives a little, like, a little slight push towards him, and then his other teammates walk away from the ball, and he gets it. Apparently, a rebound, you just have to touch the ball now, because I don't even know. Like there was This guy, the other team could have easily gotten the ball if they kept someone down there, so I don't know how they considered that a rebound. But I'm sure he'll get it. He's a decent player. I'm sure he'll work for it. But, you know, you hate to see it. And, like, what's the NBA doing? That means they look through every single thing to see how triple-doubles, like, if they were correct or not. That's the part that bugs me the most. If they said it wasn't his rebound then or five minutes after the play, okay, I get it. A day later, you're going to take away this kid's triple-double? Come on. Yeah. And speaking about kids, the entire Oklahoma City Thunder team, which is made of a bunch of rookies, sophomores on the team, very young team, going to be good eventually. Made we're, we're on the not good last night. We're on the wrong side of history against the Memphis Grizzlies, with the largest difference in a game. The Grizzlies won 152 to 79, making that a 73 point win. Okay, I'm going to take you into the OKC locker room after that game. Listen to this. Silence. That's all that was going on in that locker room after that game. That is such a bad performance. It's it's pathetic. And Nick's drama last night against the Chicago Bulls. Tosh ejected in first quarter. Brutal ejection. Way too early. Fournier and Randall arguing after being down 18 at half. Looking like LeBron and the Lakers over here. Made it a three-point game in the third. Lost by four. True ba- New York sports right there for you, if you ask me. Just can't finish. Now, quickly heading into the college section... Bobcats with two games over our break, both wins. One was a game in a shootout against the Clarkson Golden Knights. Great game. Goals by Griffin Mandel and Gus Van Ness. And then the next game, the Bobcats lay siege to St. Lawrence with an 8-0 win. 8-0, looking like a touchdown with an extra point right there. That's amazing. Goals from Joey Cipollone, Oliver Chow, Why Bomb Giovanni, two from Ty Simulac, and a hat trick from Ethan DeYoung. Bobcats really laying it on. We climbed up the third over the break, but considering we didn't have any games last weekend, we dropped back down the fourth. ECAC hockey, Matt Goaltending Goalie of the Year, Quinnipiac's own Jan, Yaniv Peretz. Butchered that name for sure. <laughs> Congratulations to him. This is, I believe, he won it for the week. He won a week one, and now he's got this one. Playing great, playing on his head. Obviously, 8-0. That's impressive. At Rennesleyer and Union this weekend, Ty has made the 53-man roster for Team USA World Juniors. 
good luck to him. Hopefully he can crack a spot on that. I would love to see him on there. I think he will. Moving on to some quick, quick, quick college football. Bama in four overtimes holds off Auburn. Probably going to make it into the college football playoffs in really? the top four seeds. Really? Really? No. Don't lie I, to me. <laughs> and I hate uh, college yeah, play. I, 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 I don't think I can bring myself. I'll, I'll say this one for you. Michigan beats oh, the Ohio State for the first time in nine years. That's mind-blowing. Nine years. I feel like that's way too long for Michigan to be considered a football school still. They're considered a football school, and they got destroyed like that. But you know what I can tell you? I think they got to start considering Michigan as a hockey school because that team is gross in hockey. Four top-round picks in the last draft. All four of them on their respective countries' World Juniors teams. And that's impressive to begin with. And just there being a great hockey team up there in Michigan. And now going over to some... Bush League College football. Arkansas Pine Bluff Golden Lions. First year head coach Solomon Bozeman called a timeout and made his player do sprints. Now, to my knowledge, basketball timeouts are what? 30 to a minute. 30 to a minute. You pick. Yeah. I'm not running that fast in that time. (laughs) That quick of a time period in the middle of a game. You're going to be gassed after that to begin with. So how's the rest of the game looking? Look, I, I've, I've heard of that coaching tactic before. and I've After always, the game, though. After the game, After yes. the game, Herb Brooks, after the game, making those players skate. Not in a timeout. Not in a timeout. What Not only is are that? you showing up your players, you're, you're, you're tired. You're giving the other out. team also just, like, fuel. Yeah. If I look across to that other team bench and see them doing sprints in the middle of a game, I'm like, we're really kicking these guys' butts. Oh, yeah. We're in their heads. We live in there. As, as if the scoreboard didn't show enough. Yeah. And now I'll just look around. Just stupid. Eh? It's just... That's just a... Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, it's, I, it's, and there's plenty of people who support that, and, and they would call me soft there, or not. There's no sense, no, in no sense in that. And now to everyone's favorite part of the day. This day in sports history, the year is 1929. The Boston Bruins beat the Montreal Canadiens 3-1. to the first win of an NHL record 14-game winning streak and 22-game home winning streak. At that time in the league, there were 10 teams in the league. It wasn't even known as the NHL, but can still considered NHL hockey with rules and regulations carrying over and the teams carrying over, and these two teams still obviously being in the NHL, as both were talked about early in the podcast. You want to talk about win streaks? Impressive. I, hockey win streaks. Ha- hardest def- thing to do, because yes. any given night, the Arizona Coyotes could win a game, and they're terrible. Three twenty and like four. Yeah. It's so bad. Like any given night, any team can win a game and against it's against any team. Basketball, the they sit, they sit, they just sit out if they don't feel like playing because it's too much workload, <laughs> load management. Basketball is not a, a physical game, uh, not nearly as physical as hockey is, and that's why, that's how I, I I really judge win streaks. Football and hockey win streaks are probably the most impressive. Hockey definitely ahead of yeah, football. Yeah, I don't. I can't categorize football in that same field because that just week break just gives you that time to heal. That's Hockey true. players don't have. They have over the whole course of a season, they have one defined one week break, and that's it. Besides like Olympics, but that's oh, true. They might not even be going to that. And quick question for you: If they don't go to the Olympics, do you think the NHL will change its schedule? And because they they, no. they they oh wow no here's why the ticket uh, what holders are we gonna do for those two weeks. What are we gonna do for uh, those two weeks? Cry break. Cry. I'll cry. It's going to be an extended break. You can't schedule games because you have the, 
you have ticket holders, you can't fill the seats. So there's concerts there, other yeah. sporting events going yeah. on there. Yeah. So that's going to be a boring two weeks for this podcast, unless those players can get over to the Olympics, Send which them. will be fun because we'll be watching them at like 3 a.m. I'll be up. Oh, 100%. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, it has been another wonderful podcast. I, I've enjoyed this one so much. It's so good to be back. I can't wait. And um, we still follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Twitter, YouTube, Google Twitter. Plus, the Pony Express. You got it all. You're going to hit us up on all of them. And it's been a great week. Okay, I'm so glad to be back. It's unbelievable. We'll see you guys next week from Dante Esposito and Evan Deck. Have a good night.